Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Wow, what an incredible season where we get to worship in our homes and let God's presence totally fill our space. My prayer for you today is that through this time of worship, through this word, God just investigates you. He comes into your space and if you allow him, he will be such an amazing God to give you what you need in this season, but also sustain you through everything that's going on in your life right now. God is so good. We are going into this series called Submerged. Really feel right now that God is drawing his church deeper. There's something happening. God is speaking something to his people. He's drawing us into a season where we go deep. And so submerged, let's look at that word today. Submerged is a total getting in to the deep end of what God has for you. I don't know where you find yourself today. You might be in this season and you might feel like God is just absolutely overwhelming you with so much of his goodness and grace. You might be at a place where you feel stuck. You might be at a place where you feel like, you know, everything is just abnormal. But let me tell you today, wherever you are, God wants to meet you in that space. And he is drawing us into a new era, a a new mindset a shift in our perspective, a shift in the way that we pursue him. We had an incredible time in home church where we talked about the the redefinition of what God is doing in his church. And it looks different. It's, It's not the place where we gather, but we are obsessed with the glory that's manifested in that space. And so my prayer, and I wanna pray before we get started today, I wanna pray for you that God would manifest his presence right where you are, that this is more than just watching a screen or just watching a message, but that God would absolutely come and encounter you today. Are you ready? Let's pray and and invite God into our spaces right now. Would you just lift your hands and surrender to what he wants to do in your life? God, we love you so much. And I thank you for this moment that we have online. I thank you for this moment where we are connecting, maybe not physically, but spiritually, where our hearts and spirits are aligning to hear your word. And I pray that this word would go deeper than just our ears, but God, you would get down to our hearts, get down to the core of who we are. And in this series, Submerged, God, let it be a desire of ours to go deeper in you. I thank you for what you're gonna do in this word. I thank you for what you're gonna speak, what you're going to inspire in us, Lord God. We pray that it'd be more than just a moment of inspiration, but God, that your word would transform us by the renewing of our minds, that we would understand, we would test and approve the perfect will of God. We love you, Jesus, in your name we pray. Amen, amen. Well, if you're ready, I am ready to dive in. Uh, we're going to look at Jeremiah chapter 17. This is a promise that God has put on this season. And I want to encourage you today, uh, whatever word you've had for this year, whatever word you've had for this season, I believe that God is redefining how we look at this season. I believe that God is redefining the way that we approach him, the way that we approach church, the way that we approach Christianity, the way that we approach our relationship with him. Look what he says in in chapter 17, verse 
8, but we have to know what this is talking about. And verse 70 says, but blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. This is a time where we can't put our trust in anything else but him. And he's talking about this man who puts his trust in God, his total, absolute faith in him. And he says in verse eight, this is the promise. He says, he will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Woo! I believe that God is speaking such a season of bearing fruit over you and your family. I believe that God is speaking such a season of seeing things grow in your life, through your life not only in what you are learning, but what God is exposing to you, what God is doing in your life. It's this beautiful picture of a tree that is planted, of a person that is grounded and founded in something that is giving life. I don't know what you're planted in in this season, you might find yourself disorganized and just in, in chaos. And maybe your foundation is unsturdy. Maybe it's something that you're going after this emotional feeling or, or something that makes you feel a certain way. But in this season, I believe that God is drawing his people to not be founded on something that we've felt before, but to be founded in something that is submerged in him. Something that's planted, something that's below the, the earth, something that's growing that is deeper than what we see with our eyes. You see, Jeremiah was talking about a people. See, Judah had turned away from God. They had turned away from God and been trusting in their own strength. And he was talking about a people that would turn their focus from being all about them, being all on their, their own ability and their own strength and their own wisdom. And he was talking about a people that were planted in the things of God. They were planted in knowing and having a relationship with the one who gives life. Right now, you need to be planted in the one who gives life. And the beautiful thing is God in this season doesn't just want you to survive. He wants you to thrive in his presence. He doesn't just want you to make it through. He doesn't just want you to, to make it to the other side. He wants you to come out living and absolute full of his glory. I believe this will be a time where Jesus is going to pour out his spirit like he said, he said, I'll pour out my spirit on all men. And in that day, young men will see visions. Old men will dream dreams. I mean, this is, this is a season of fruit. This is a season of seeing God move, not only in our lives, but through our lives. But it's gonna take a people who are ready to go from the shallow end, ready to go from what they've experienced before, to go into the depth, to go into the deep, to not settle for the surface, but to be submerged, to be buried, to go down, to be planted in the things of God. Man, if you're ready, would you put in the chat right now, say, I'm ready, I'm ready. This is a season that God is drawing us deeper. And if you're ready, God is ready to lead you in this time. See, it's a closing of a chapter and an opening of a new one. Uh, the beauty of the chapter being closed is that there's a period on what has been. The beauty of starting a new chapter is it's a start of something that God is breathing. 
I don't know what your experience of God has been up to this point. You might have grown up in the church. You might have grown up in a very religious home. Or you might just be starting your walk with God. You might be just investigating this whole Jesus concept. So you might be here kind of weighing out what is life about? What are you about? Who are you and who is this God we talk about? And we're talking about praising him and making him the Lord. But whatever, wherever you find yourself, I believe that this is a season where God is closing a chapter and opening a new one. And, and my heart and my prayer right now for our church is that we'd be in a place, in a position, in a posture where we are ready to hear what he has to say. We have so many voices speaking to us, you know, through social media, through the, the media outlets, through our friends and neighbors, through those that we come in contact with. We have so many voices coming at us. But my question in this season is what voice will you allow to be number one? What voice will you allow to be the Lord of what you do? I know that's a, a strong statement, right? The Lord of what you do. Wow. But if you think about it, the Lord is what directs you. The Lord is what you obey. And sometimes we can obey fear. Sometimes we can obey the, the, the things around us and the, the things that people are speaking of doubt and, and grief and, and just this misery. But if we will listen, if we will tune in, God is speaking a word of life. If you wanna know if it's the voice of God that you're hearing right now, or if it's the voice of God, you can test it to his word. His word is always true. His word is always for your good. In fact, the Bible says that the righteous man is ordered. His steps are ordered of the Lord. The Lord watches out for his path so that he will not slip. He will make his path straight. And the word of God is the light unto our path, the lamp unto our feet, so that we can walk cleared. I believe this is a season where God wants to expose your path. Come on, somebody help me preach, because I believe that God wants to expose where you're headed. He doesn't want you to wander around, but he wants you to know what next step to take. See, the thing about following God, it's hard to trust because we don't know the whole picture. And we don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like to know, not know what's coming next or what's, you know, down the rest of this year. And 2020 has been one of those years where it's hard to navigate what's even in a month to come because every day it seems to be changing. But the beauty about what God does is every step is ordered of him and every step is secure. That's the promise we have in him. That's the promise in the season. He says, those that will trust in me will be like trees that are planted, submerged. Not something that is washing around with all the waves that come, but something that is planted and solid. Are you ready for God to plant you? to not be in a space of being washed around by everything that is said or spoken, but being grounded and founded in the living God, in the streams of water that are life to our spirits. See, I believe that God wants to do this so much in us. And, and uh, I was thinking about this picture of a beach. And you know, there are two types of people that go to the beach. Uh, if you've been to the beach this summer, you'll see this, but there's two types. There's one type that get in the water all the way. They're all in. And there's the other type, they go to the beach just to kind of be there, but don't get in the water. I see when we were, when we first had kids, we took uh, Zion and he was our only for about two years until Anne came along. But we took Zion to the beach and he absolutely disliked the water. In fact, he disliked the sand. 
He disliked the whole atmosphere of the beach. He would sit on his towel and he would put his hands up here like this and, and just look around and just cry. It just, he was just miserable. He just didn't like the beach. And it wasn't until later that he started to like, oh, look at this sand. You can form it and make it. You can see his like wheels turning. And now today I have two kids that absolutely are obsessed with the water. They're the type that go to the beach and go all in. I believe this is the same way with, with those that follow Jesus. There are those that like to go and be bystanders. They like to experience God. But going all in, it's not something they've tried. And to be honest, it's not something they desire. But I believe that this is the season where God is drawing us in to not be bystanders, but to go all in. You see, when someone goes all in through water, you can tell. When they come out, everything that they've been submerged in is all over them. It's the water, it's the sand, it's sometimes the seaweed, depending on what beach you go to. But everything that they've been submerged in is all over them. You can tell those that have been submerged because the proof is all over them. And I believe that God is, is drawing his people to come so much into encounter with him that the proof is on our life. The proof is in our fruit. The Bible says that they will be known by their fruit. You know, a good tree can help, it can't help but just to produce good fruit. A bad tree can't help but to just produce bad fruit. And I believe that God is drawing us into getting sustenance and life and growing through Him. Not in just, uh, you know, different outlets where we try to access Him, but truly being connected to Him, submerged all in, to be totally in the deep with Jesus. I believe this is a season that's gonna draw us to do things that we've never done before. To be in a space where in our homes, in our lives, in our jobs, in our school, God's gonna show up. And the, the proof of his love, the proof of his peace, the proof of his joy and strength and self-control is all over your life the way you forgive, the way that you can get over something, the way that you can move on and love somebody even though, the way that you can turn the cheek, the way that you can be alive in your purpose, the way that you get excited about the things of God and excited about His Word. Everything is a proof of where you're planted. It's proof of where you're planted. I believe God's drawn us in not to just be excited about this season, but to expose and, and to let him investigate us as his people so that when we come out of his presence, we're like Moses. The radiance of him is all over us. In fact, well, some will say, you look different. There's something different about you. There's something different about the way you talk. There's something different about the way you are present in this moment. I believe that God is drawing his people to be just that to go after his presence in a new way, to have a love for his presence, uh, that when we go to the beach, when we go into this presence, we are so obsessed with getting him all over us that we become like him. See, I think it's a season where we're trading experience for encounter. There's a big difference between experience and encounter. Experience is a beautiful thing. We all come in and you can experience God but the truth is, some of us can experience God, but never truly encounter Him. Because when you're around a, a, a body of people who love Jesus and the presence of God is in that space, you can be in the same room 
and experience God. You can experience the beauty of his presence, the majesty of who he is. In fact, you could be in the same room with a miracle happening. You can feel the tingles and know that he's there, but never truly encounter him. Because an experience is being in the same room. An encounter is a face-to-face -face meeting. And this season is a season where Jesus doesn't just want to be in the same room with you. He doesn't just want you to come to a gathering just to feel his presence. He wants to encounter you. This is the submerged part of the faith. This is coming in and saying, God, I want to know you. More than just read your word, more than just be in a community of people who know you, more than just even believing in you, I want to know you like face to face. Look into your eyes, hear your voice, feel the breath, hear your heart beat. And I believe that Jesus is drawing us into the season of being submerged, totally buried. See, the difference is an experience will give you a good feeling momentarily. And maybe you've even felt this growing up in the church. Maybe you felt those feelings. Um, if you've ever been to like a kid's camp or a youth camp growing up, we would go to these camps and they were all just about going with God for like a week long. And so you'd go there in the height of your faith, the height of his presence, the height of just being around people who love him too, was just incredible. And it, you'd come off and they would all call it the, the camp high, right? Or the, the conference high. And when you came out of this camp, you'd be on a whole new level. But the problem was if you just stopped at experience, if you just stopped at just being around the presence of God, he never had a true encounter. The feelings were momentary. They were, they were just short-lived. They were temporary. The encounter is what creates something in us that it creates a lifestyle of kingdom reality. Where an experience will give you a momentary feeling, his encounter will give us a lifestyle of kingdom reality. The second thing, experience lifts our faith for a moment. It lifts us and, and makes us believe and, and we all come together and we say these things and, and we sing these songs and hear the word of God. Boy, there's a, there's a beauty in that moment. That's why we gather to sharpen one another, to get better, to, to hear him more, to love one another just as he loved us in that we become like him. But if we stop there, just the experience, the, the faith is just momentarily. It's just built in us just for the moment. But if we have an encounter, it shapes our faith. There's a difference between building our faith and shaping our faith. See, God doesn't just want to lift your faith for a moment, just so that when you're around good people, you feel good. But as soon as you get into the darkness or as soon as you get into a bad day, all of a sudden your faith is shaken. Or as soon as a storm comes, now you're holding on to the sides of the boat, hoping and waiting for this thing to stop. See, instead, Jesus wants to encounter you. That way you become like him. You get his courage in you. You get his faith in you. When he was in the boat with the disciples, he said, Where, where's your faith been? I have the power to speak peace into every storm. And he gives us that same ability. But when we encounter him, we become more and more like him. Our faith is built. The third thing, experience can make you desire God's hand more. And when we're all together, when he's in the room, man, it can be so much of, of God, show me your glory and, and let, let you be a part of my life. And we could start to chase after seeing his hand move. But encounter, when you get face to face with him and you hear his heart, when you hear his heartbeat, all of a sudden your heart starts to break for what breaks his and you start to pursue his heart. Are you ready to trade experience for encounter?
because I believe this season, God is drawing you in. It's no chance that you watching this right now, that God is speaking this word directly to you. It means he's pursuing you. It means the Holy Spirit has your address, has your, your Facebook account. He knows who you are. He knows exactly where you are. And he's drawing you in to be planted. Then this season, not settling for the sideline, but to have nothing less than being submerged. The whole series, the graphic is this iceberg. And when you think about an iceberg, you see the, the public portion of the iceberg. It's only about one sixth to one eighth of the entire thing. The bottom of it is this massive, massive mass, right? And so this picture of what God is doing in this season, he's building something that you might not be able to see on the surface. He's building something that is deeper than that. He wants to do something in you that is not just for everybody to see. God always builds in private what he elevates in public. And I think that this is a time where we have to get in that quiet place, find our closet, find our morning time, get in that space where we see him face to face. We encounter him. We don't settle for just an experience on a weekend. It's that being our only thing that we have in relationship with him. But we are the ones planted, that we don't move, that we are settled in who he is. He talks about it in Matthew chapter seven. He talks about the, the, the builder, the wise builder. And he says in verse 24, he says, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice, in other words, activates the words, puts them into motion in their life. Everyone who does that is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. It's that firm planted. It's the not being afraid when the heat comes, not being afraid when the storm arrives because we're planted, we're built on the rock. And verse 25 says, the rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Ooh, God wants to found you in him. He wants to have you have a foundation of a rock that no matter what comes your way, no matter what comes in this, this season or what, what may knock at your door, that you will answer it with a faith that is unshaken, that you will answer it with a lifestyle that is planted in the things of God. And then it says in verse 26, but everyone who hears my words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. My prayer is that you find yourself planted in him, that you build your, your life on the rock. And what we're doing in this season as a church, we're devoting ourselves like they did in Acts. We're devoting ourselves to the fellowship. We're doing groups online and we're, we're meeting together to connect spirit to spirit. There's such a, an amazing thing that happens when we do this. We're devoting ourselves to fellowship. We're devoting ourselves to prayer. Uh, every other Tuesday night, we're meeting online to pray to let him set the agenda of our lives. And I encourage you to dive into a community of those who are hearing his voice. If you've never heard him, I encourage you to dive into to a community where people are hearing him. We become who we're around. And you know, friends frame your future. Let me just encourage you in this season, find people who will build you up. 
In fact, find people that are planted by the streams of living water. Don't base your life on people that are, are, are flippant or are out there. Man, base yourself in a community of life-giving people who are based in the rock, the solid rock, that when the storms come, they have a foundation. The other thing we're doing right now is we're devoting ourselves to the teaching of the word. And these weekend experiences, we're diving into his word like never before, but not just to hear it. And my prayer for you and my encouragement to you is that you take this word, you write it down, you put it into practice. You say, how can I apply this to my life? How can I make a move towards what God is calling me to do? This is not just a cute series. This is not just something that we're doing as next. We believe that God is speaking and breathing over this season. And for those of us that will dive in, for those of us that will chase after him and say, God, I want to be planted in you. I want to be submerged in the glory. Let me be like you. Let me, let me trade the experience for an encounter. I believe he's going to breathe on you in a mighty way. But it's us taking the word and stepping into it. So my question for you today, and I want to encourage you, those that are in watch parties today, would you discuss on this and, and talk about this? But what is your next step to go deeper? What's your next step in your life? What can you do today to apply the word where God is drawing you to not just be a bystander, not just be present, but to be planted? Ooh, that's good. You shouldn't be just present. God wants to plant you so you're solid and you're ready to go. And I love the promise in Psalm 1, and I close with this. Psalm chapter 1, verse 1. It's a beautiful promise of those that are planted. It says, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked or stand in the way of the sinners or sit in the seat of mockers. Notice all those words. It's being present. It's being grounded. It's sitting. It's being in that space. He said, blessed is man who does not plant themselves around the things that are not of God, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And on his law, he meditates day and night. Check this promise out. He, the one who does that, the one who gets his word, meditate. And that word meditate is just to be, uh, it's actually a Greek word that just means groaning or being under your breath. Uh, it's a constant in your mind, in your heart. This isn't just a sitting in, in stillness and meditating. It, it's more like an all day long to have it on your tongue, all day long to have it in your spirit. Say, God, this is what you said. This is the truth. He says, those that do this, he is like a tree, here we go again, planted by the streams of water, which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever he does prospers. And that is our prayer for you in this season. You don't just make it through, you prosper. That God bears fruit in your life and God bears fruit through your life. That God uses us in a mighty way to not just be a part of change, but to be the change. I want to pray for you right now that God would uh, investigate your heart. I love him because he's such a gentleman. And when Holy Spirit comes in, it's a whisper. And if you'll lean in and you open yourself up and you'll listen, he will speak to you with such an amazing conviction, such an amazing word of your life to draw you out of what's separating you from God and draw you into a place where you're totally submerged and planted in the things of God. But I want to pray right now. If you, if you are there in your house and you're like, hey, I've not yet accepted Jesus as my Lord. I've lived my life just 
being present and maybe even being in the church, but I haven't yet committed my life to Jesus. I haven't made him the king of my life. Hey, I would love to pray with you today. I would love to have you encounter this incredible God who loves you just absolute with unconditional love, loves you exactly where you are, but wants to love you into sonship, wants to love you into being his daughter in Christ. So would you pray with me? If that's you, you say, I want to say yes to Jesus. Number one, click that button that's on your screen. But number two, I'll pray with you and just invite Jesus into your life. Would you pray this after me? Say, Jesus, come into my life. I accept you as the Lord and Savior of my life. Forgive me of all my past sin, all the things that I've gotten into that are not of you. God, help me as I turn to you. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross just for me. Even if it was just for me, you would have done it. And I thank you for loving me so much. And today I say yes to you. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. Hey, we are celebrating with you. That is one of the greatest decisions. In fact, this is the greatest decision you will ever make is to say yes to Jesus. Would you reach out to somebody online? If you said yes to Jesus, click that button and just let somebody know. We'd love to walk this journey with you, help you with those next steps of not just being a part of a church, but being the church. Let Jesus encounter you face to face. Hey, I wanna pray for you right now. All of those of you that say, I wanna be planted in the things of God. I wanna trade just being present for being absolutely in the midst of what he's doing. Hey, I wanna pray for us as a church to go deeper in this season. Whatever that means for you, as you investigate this, as you journal it, as you pray and think through it, I just wanna pray that God will give you that insight to know what to do next. I wanna just release that over you. Would you just lift your hands and receive this right now? Jesus, we just thank you for your word. Pray that it would not just set on our ears, but again, we pray it gets to our heart. It changes us and transforms us. God, we thank you for what you're speaking over this season, what you're breathing over our lives, over our families, over, over our school, our job. God, everything that we are involved in right now, you are breathing such a word of grace over. And we just thank you, God. We step in. And if that's your prayer, if you say, yes, I want to step in, would you just make that your prayer right now and put that on your lips? Say, God, I step in. I'm stepping in. I'm going deeper. I want to go in deep into the things of you. I want to learn your word. I want to know you face to face more than just an experience with you. I want to encounter you. Jesus, we just pray all of this in your powerful, wonderful name, that your presence would permeate their place right now, fill their space, fill their living rooms, fill their bedrooms, fill their house. In the name of Jesus, amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.